0: Welcome to SimCity. My name is Dr. Wright and I'll be your guide and teacher as you set out to create bustling cities or sprawling urban wastelands. As mayor, the choice is yours. Let's start off by destroying Tokyo. Studies show that 9 out of 10 new mayors begin their careers with a frenzy of destruction, using monsters, earthquakes, and other disasters to reduce their cities to rubble. After that's out of your system, we'll move on to the real challenge of building a thriving metropolis. If you want to skip the rubble, turn to page 8 of your report. So what is a SimCity? Simply put, it is a simulated city. Almost everything that happens in a real city happens in SimCity too. Buildings are built, traffic gets jammed, and people complain about taxes. As years pass, stores become skyscrapers and workshops become factories. It looks as if the city has a life of its own, but as mayor, it's your job to make it grow. Graphs and maps help you pinpoint trouble areas, then roll up your sleeves and start bulldozing and building. The main goal is to build a megalopolis with half a million Sim citizens. There are also scenarios where you solve the problems of the existing cities. That's it. It's time to settle in, get a lay of the land, and build a city that will grow and prosper for many years. Welcome to Sim City. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Retrotopia, a podcast about old games that Sam and I used to play, or wanted to play, or miss when we were young.
2: Yep, and today we're discussing the Super Nintendo version of Sim City, a classic construction and management city-building game by Will Wright.
1: Uh, before we discuss the game, we like to chat a little bit. So Sam, what would you do if you were the mayor of your city?
2: I'll probably burn it down, which is kind oh, of yeah, what I yeah, did.
1: Absolutely. Just right to the ground. Just every building. Like, you know, <laughs> children screaming, dogs running out of the town.
2: Yeah. I I mean, yeah, I would get bitter if, like, my approval rating was a little lower than I thought it should be. It's like, I'm, I'm busting my fucking ass for you people. And, yeah, I don't think, yeah. maybe I wouldn't be a very good real-life mayor because I'd get, oh, like. Probably
1: not, yeah. yeah like, I one just... person comes out there's like, yeah, you're doing an okay job. And next thing you know, you have, like, the Gestapo police there. Breaking into their house and dragging them out in the middle of the night.
2: Yeah, like... like uh Nobody talks to the
1: mayor that way, man.
2: Like chasing someone down for like a bad Yelp review and <laughs> taking them the task for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Our society is collapsing in on itself and nobody's doing anything about it.
2: No. no. Just...
1: Oh, man, no. If I was the mayor of this city, I would get rid of the government. That's the first thing I'd do. But I'm in a government town, so
2: yeah it's like uh do you ever do you listen to tenacious d at all did you ever hear that song city hall that was oh my god yeah. i
1: love that song <laughs> uh that, yeah. that's such a good song but yeah oh man i know exactly what you're talking about just
2: yeah him and kyle
1: gas just destroying the entirety of society
2: that's basically what i did in the sims this or in sim city this week
1: was, not uh, on purpose of course Sure. you <laughs> wanted to be a good mayor, but they kept complaining. I went more roads. The, the citizens demand a stadium. Yeah. Did they? <laughs> yeah. yeah Because I built always you. Always demand a stadium. Oh, God. That's so annoying. But we'll get in
2: Yeah. That. Yeah. How, so how was your week? How was your past week, Brian?
1: Oh, I wasn't too bad. I, I can't complain. You know, it, it's, it's turned into a meme of its own, but I, I quit my job. I have a pension. So I have a lot of free time in my hands and, uh, I've been using it going back to school and stuff like that. And it's, it's just, I don't know. Being a student again is kind of a weird experience, especially when you have to run into young people nowadays. And
2: Mm, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I'm
1: bringing old school ideologies into the new school uh, way of thinking. So I'm learning. Yeah. How about you, Sam?
2: Well, you know, it's the new year and um, our offices are back open where I work. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah, so we've been encouraged to go in more, which is like, you need to go in more basically. So I've been going, and how did the they
1: get board. you to go in more, Sam? You've told me.
2: Oh yeah. My, uh, the incentive that was designed just for me, this, uh, uh, the folks in the discord will know this already cause I posted a picture or two, but, uh, there is a bright, shiny, uh, company branded, uh, arcade cabinet. That's like got a full ass emulator inside it and it has all kinds of arcade games i just discovered there's uh game boy Advance games on there so i was scrolling through and found all the final fantasy like the gba final fantasy which is like nice. kind of fucking ridiculous for a, an arcade cabinet in a corporate break room <laughs> like yeah seriously sure. so you to got a
1: break here's a 60 hour epic game
2: yeah, it's like Final Fantasy Tactics. Sure, yeah, I'll put, I'll sit down and play that for eighty hours.
1: I'll <laughs> uh, be the end of your friggin' job.
2: Yeah, so I gotta, I gotta steer clear of that a little bit. Plus, uh people do sometimes have like little meetings in the coffee room, and I was, I was playing uh, a game, uh 1943, for a, an upcoming episode, and and the the buttons click really loud. So I just kind of played for like maybe five minutes and kind of put it down, and then I was just like, sorry for the clicking buttons.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Either, you either know, deal with it or get rid of the arcade and put it in my house, right?
2: Yeah, you're just like, I can take this off your hands, no problem, for sure.
1: <laughs> I saw one of those at uh, GameStop. Uh, I don't know if it's the same brand or anything, but it's an arcade machine they've put in there. And it it has um, a Raspberry Pi emulator on it. So Raspberry Pi being just like kind of a mini computer yeah. and the software being the emulator. And the only problem was somebody broke the uh, the joystick so you couldn't actually use it. But it looked actually pretty neat. They had Super Nintendo and Sega games on there. So Are those legal to it.
2: sell at a GameStop? Was that? Well, are those legal to sell at a GameStop? I always wonder about the, the legality of that. I have no idea.
1: I mean, you're selling the arcade machine, and I think the games that are preloaded on it are like uh, freeware or whatever. Mm, okay. So... Obviously, they're not going to sell something that's going to break copyright law. Otherwise, GameStop would lose the $5 they have left in their account.
2: Yeah, they would overdraw based
1: on that. (laughs) (laughs) That's where they're going to die is the overdraft fees. Yeah. (laughs) Except for President Joe Biden just got rid of them.
2: Oh, overdraft
1: fees? Something like that. I don't know. I saw a little news clip uh, on Reddit there.
2: Yeah, they're Apparently bullshit. He's
1: done something to stop those predatory, like, uh, oh, you don't have money? Well, here's a thirty-five dollar charge.
2: Well, right, yeah, the, it gets it gets bad. Like, not to get into the, the the weeds or whatever, but yeah, they're they're pretty shitty. It's it's yeah, basically we're the
1: same way. Like, uh we yeah. like to mimic the United States up here in Canada. So when you yeah, guys you gotta, have shady things, like we like, like to, to charge in, people. Import that. Yeah, yeah. Char- charge people says, money for being poor. Uh, you're going to be poor forever like being charged for money you don't have.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. you're poor, then then we're going to charge you money for that.
1: <laughs> exactly. All right, if you want to join in on the conversation, you can reach us at Twitter at Retropod, I'm oh, sorry, Retrotopia Pod. email at retrotopiapodcastgmail.com or leave a comment on Spotify Podcast, or join us in our Discord by following the link in the podcast description all right um oh yeah we crossed out a whole bunch of lines in our notes while well, i did yeah now, what have you been playing sam yeah, yeah like, the game, let's talk about that
2: yeah follow follow the notes and and yeah. skip a few lines there what have we been playing what have i been playing i have been playing uh sim city um so i've been playing that for the last week or so and then got really into uh, final fantasy 3 for an upcoming episode and i'm i'm really really enjoying that pixel remaster it's it's Quite oh, I, I
1: really liked it when I played it. And I'm going to play it again before we uh, talk about it in the end of February there, but... Uh,
2: it's great. I'm, I'm oh, it so was excited.
1: Fantastic. And I saw you posted a picture, and there's a little bit of a spoiler that uh, you kind of leave the first world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that blew my mind as well. That was a great friggin' thing.
2: Yeah, because I was thinking, like... You know, as I was playing it, I was like, yeah, one knock I'd have on this game is that the world is kind of small. And then like that happened. I was like, shut the fuck up. No way. (laughs) No
1: way. Well, it's a Nintendo game. So obviously they had limited space. And then all of a sudden this new world shows up. I mean, like, no.
2: Yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't even care that it's part two. Yeah. It's like, I don't care that it's kind of empty. It's just really cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It was, uh, it was kind of a twist I liked. Yeah. But that's, that's for the end of February
2: yes yes so uh, we got we got plenty of we got plenty of games to go before we get there but oh I've yeah definitely been enjoying my time s- with it how about a
1: game you? that's coming up next week which we'll get into at the end of the show
2: yeah what have you been playing
1: uh finish lufia 2 finally um first time i've ever played through that game it was a, a shit ton of fun uh somebody recommended it to me from uh, uh one of my friends on the discord and it it lived up it was really really good and other than that, just Sim City, some 1943, and I've been trying to get through Final Fantasy 7 Remake again, so I sat down last night for the first time in about two weeks and actually played a little bit of that, so it's uh, it's been pretty good.
2: Nice. Yeah, I've been actually, uh, I've been jonesing to get back into Final Fantasy 7 Remake. I didn't, uh, I was playing it, you know, quite a bit, and then uh, I moved over the summer and, and just didn't pick it back up, so i i didn't get that far into it i think at this point i'd probably start it over and and just enjoy it again from the beginning but it was it was a lot of fun and actually the um the soundtrack is so good i was i was listening to some some bits off the soundtrack and it's like god i gotta get back into this game oh
1: yeah and uh i i played it when it first came out on the ps4 there because that was right when the pandemic happened we got sent home yeah and uh when I got sent home, I didn't have any work cause they didn't have a VPN set up for our job. So for like the first month we didn't have to do any actual work. So all they did was play video games nonstop oh, for 30 days.
2: That is brilliant. I mean, aside from the stress of like not knowing what was going on with the world, but I mean, no, I didn't
1: care. I, you, you have to stay home and still get paid. It's like, okay. Okay. Oh, shocks. I'm going to decompress and realize I'm actually burnt out. Yeah. I mean I, I my heart goes out to the people who kind of their lives became more difficult because of the pandemic, but yeah. my life became so much better.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very uh there's some disparity there between those who who benefited and those and those who didn't when it comes yeah. to post pandemic world, that's for sure. Yeah. But we're yeah. not here to talk about the pandemic. We're here to talk about SimCity, Brian.
1: Are we? Are we yep. here to talk about SimCity, Sam?
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, before we start our discussion, I will briefly overview the two games we will discuss.
1: Oh, it's actually one game. I yeah, it's one mistake. game.
2: One game. Well, uh, it was released on out. PC, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, so, yeah, well, I'll, I'll be talking about SimCity and we'll be right back. SimCity was designed by Will Wright and published by Maxis in 1989. The game was the beginning of the many Sim titles, which includes The Sims, a best-selling franchise that spun off SimCity. Maxis, the company that created SimCity, was an independent developer until 1997, when Electronic Arts bought them. The developer would be closed by EA in 2015 after disastrous launch of a new SimCity in 2013. The shutdown would end both Maxis, Emeryville, and the SimCity franchise. SimCity is a real time city management simulator. In the game, the player acts as the city's mayor and must build it from the ground up. As the player progresses, new items and buildings become unlocked. The player must also manage crises such as natural disasters, balance finances, levy taxes, and build roads. The development of SimCity began in 1985 and was inspired by Will Wright's first game, Raid on Bungling Bay. He discovered he enjoyed creating maps more than playing the game. During development, he learned he enjoyed the intricacies of urban planning. The first version of SimCity was developed for the Commodore 64 under the name Micropolis. It was considered an unusual game since it could not be won or lost, causing publishers to lack confidence in the ability to market such a game. After Maxis agreed to publish the game, they approached Broderbund in 1988 to clear rights to the game. Broderbund saw how much fun the game was and signed Maxis to distribute it. SimCity was released on Amiga and Macintosh, followed by IBM PC and Commodore 64 in 1989. SimCity was released in 1990 on the Super Nintendo. In 1991, an enhanced game version was released on Windows 3.0 and 3.1 using Windows GDI and adding new sounds and music. The success of SimCity was unexpected and led to SimCity 2000 in 1993. The Super Nintendo version had some unique features, including an attack by a large Bowser in place of Godzilla. After achieving a city of 500,000 people, a Super Mario statue could be unlocked for the player to place in their city. Special buildings such as expo centers, casinos, large parks, and amusement parks were also included. A bank was added that would allow a player to take a loan of $10,000. The game also included two new scenarios, Las Vegas and Freeland. Finally, Dr. Wright, a character based on Will Wright himself, was added as an advisor.
1: And that is a little bit about SimCity from Sim. Uh, We're going to get into this game, but first we asked our Discord members what they thought of SimCity. That's
2: right. We got one comment this week uh, from Sir Francis Cake. Uh, And Sir Francis Cake says, I loved this game as a kid, and it started my addiction for these management simulation games. I think the music in this is highly underrated, and it also taught me the hard lesson of not to get into too much debt or you will be absolutely screwed. The monster attacks were always so much fun. Also, shout out to SimCity 2000. That was also excellent. I played both games on the PC, as I did not have a Super Nintendo.
1: I tried the uh, computer version, like the original version of SimCity, and mm-hmm. it was rough.
2: Is it? Yeah. Because the, like, uh, the, the Super, Super Nintendo, Nintendo
1: version, yeah, they they fixed a lot. Like the, the original was pretty, uh, I mean, you, you have to have a taste for uh, really old games, but again, yeah, that's kind of... SimCity holds up
2: that's got to be kind of a rarity, right? Where like something comes out on the PC and then gets ported to console and the console one is better.
1: Well, this is the only SimCity in my opinion that actually uh, translated well to consoles. Like all the other ones there, they just don't feel right. And I play SimCity yeah. Four a lot. Like I still love that game and I will only play it on PC and I think it's only available on PC. So you know, there's a reason for that.
2: Yeah. I was but, trying to rack my brain and figure out cause I know yeah. I rented a, a Oh, I know I rented a Sim City game, uh, when I was younger and, uh, yeah, I think it was a PlayStation one. So it must've been SimCity 2000, but yeah, it just doesn't, it's not the same feel as this game for sure. Yeah.
1: 2000 was the one that everybody was all hemming and hawing about. Yeah. yeah. Right, so so um, let's get into the discussion there. Let's first off, let's start off. Why did we choose this game, Sam? Why was this game on our list?
2: Uh this was a game that I believe uh you played as a youngin', correct?
1: All the time. And I got a great yeah. story that my brother still hates me for.
2: Oh great. Yeah, I don't I did not have uh as much um experience with this game, although I, I've I've dabbled with it a little bit, but my my main like um computer, you know, like simulation or strategy like kind of pseudo-building game was Civilization 2. So like my my game like this is Civilization Two. I did not play oh, too yeah, much. Civilization Two is a great game. Yeah, I did not play too much uh, Sim City. I'm gonna try not to call it The Sims because it, it is definitely not The Sims.
1: No, The Sims is a completely different property. Yes. Well, it's you know based off of this with the Simoleons and all that stuff, but no, though The Sims is something completely uh, different.
2: Yeah, so so I will I will try to correct myself whenever I catch myself saying the Sims. But anyways, what what history? Let's let's get this story. What what did you what did you <laughs> do your brother? Yeah.
1: So <laughs> I when I was young, we um I don't remember if we owned it or we rented it. I think we owned this game. And my brother has this weird thing where he like he got level 99 of all of the characters on Final Fantasy 2 because he likes mm. to be a completionist when he does a game yeah he plays the fuck out of everything he plays and this is why he's about 15 years behind on gaming right now yeah (laughs) but um he uh to gain money we didn't know about there's a code in this game or a secret way to actually get like a buttload of money but we didn't know about it at the time so what he did is he made his city profitable then he went to bed Mm. and he left the super nintendo on so I i would always wake up before him And I went downstairs into the basement there and I started playing because he had all this money, like just an absolute bucket load of money there. And stupid me spent all the money but forgot to save the game first. Oh no. He wakes up. He's expecting to have like a million dollars. He has no money. I'm hiding behind the couch because I know I'm about to get a beating. (laughs) And he just sits there and he loses it. Oh uh, man.
2: This oh, is, man.
1: this is not long after like that. I just said he got to level 99 with all of his, all of his characters in Final Fantasy 2. Yeah. I saved over that game too. So this is not long after that. My brother has no faith in me with video games.
2: Oh man. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure like, you know, you, you set that up and then like, it's almost like when you wake up, it's like Christmas morning. Cause you know that you've got all like <laughs> all the money oh, on yeah. your Sims game. Cause you like yeah. outsmarted the game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh yeah, pretty much. And he had a, a great amount. Like he was getting ten grand and uh you know a year in the game.
2: That's crazy. So he
1: turned off disasters, he set it up so you get ten grand every uh every was it like 10, 15 minutes when the uh year yeah. cycle's there, and then you, know, you go to sleep for eight to ten hours and you wake up and you expect to be rich.
2: Yeah, that, that yearly tax menu that pops up like if you just kind of sit there, I noticed it'll eventually just go away and continue. Oh, and you run. can
1: turn it off completely. You just do a uh, auto budget in the menu. Oh, really? Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. So you don't even have like, to deal with that.
1: Once you get everything set up and you're making money every year, you just turn on auto budget there and then it'll uh, just cycle the next year without even popping it up.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. When I had heard about these strategies of like, like when you, you mentioned, you know, just let it sit for a couple hours or whatever. It's like, yeah, but like doesn't that menu pop up and get in your way? But yeah.
1: Oh, I, I never thought about telling you about all the uh, great options that you could have checked yourself. Like you can actually oh. speed up the year as well, did you yeah, know that? Yeah.
2: I saw that, yeah. Well, not not just game speed, but is it like something deeper than? Cuz you can you can change the game speed to slow it down or speed it up, but there's only like three speeds on it.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't go very fast at the top speed, so I always no. set it to the top speed so at least something will happen.
2: Yeah. Um but, yeah, I, I, it's yeah, it's a good game. I don't have any other anecdotes or any history with it aside from that. But like that, that is a classic story. No, the only
1: mm-hmm. other anecdote was uh, when we looked up the manual for this. It was eighty-four pages long, and it explained everything. I know how to oh. do my taxes because of that manual.
2: Oh yeah, it's like yeah, it's like coming. It comes. It probably should have come with. Uh, you remember those like four dummies books that were really popular back in the <laughs> yeah. 90s? like? It should have come with that. Like just the cartridge and SimCity for dummies. And it's like, uh, yeah, thick. Yeah, pretty block. much.
1: It Holy was shit. a very detailed manual and reading through that thing pretty much sets you up for life.
2: Yeah, it actually, it is a nice manual though. Cause I mean, like it does, it goes into every stage, like the town, the, what is it? Village town and city, you know, stages of the game and different, yeah. you know, things that can possibly happen and walks you through all the scenarios. And it's, yeah, it's very well done.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of good stuff, and it, it tells you kind of, uh, gives you a story, but there's not a big story in this game, it's uh, no. it's pretty simple, it's, uh, you're the mayor of your own town, and your goal is to build a megalopolis of a city of 500k people, and uh, when I was posting pictures there, I think mm-hmm. in a day and a half, I got to 100k, and I was pretty much gaining about 20,000 people per hour, give or take
2: that's awesome yeah i i could not you know in the in the limited time that i spent with it this week i i did not get anywhere close to that <laughs> but but i see the appeal because you know like if you're if you're just kind of dicking around with this game and you know like you know your your town kind of fizzles out and you run out of money it's like scrap it and try again and you know yeah maybe you'll come up with a different idea the next time and it's just completely different every time
1: well there's uh little tricks to help your town grow like uh, yeah. when you Put down your residential or your commercial areas. You um, build them into squares of eight uh, eight blocks. Because they come down into, uh, what, uh, three by three squares where you can have up to nine houses on them. Yep. But you take those blocks and you build like a uh, three by three square leaving the center open. And when you get some of the uh, gifts and stuff like that, you can plop them down in the middle and they'll help, oh, excuse me, help them grow. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, it was. This, uh, it was the strategy they use that's how you make the town grow pretty quick
2: yeah and all these strategies are like outlined in the manual so yeah I there's mean, like that's a lot of what different I stuff that you can yeah there's so much different stuff that you can learn by you know reading that's why part of like my my old man soapbox or whatever like you know i really miss that aspect of not only just physical games but like just like the, you know, having the, the physical manual and now it's everything is moving. I along. miss
1: game manuals. Like yeah. I miss like, you know, you open up a game there, like you take the exacto knife there and you perfectly cut it open and then you pop it in. There's this crisp manual and oh yeah, you open it up there and you get that kind of, it's almost like a cracking as you break the spine, just enough to open it and read it.
2: Yeah. It's like it's just nostalgia comes out yeah fresh fresh pressed manual is just yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) then for some reason like two two minutes later the manual is all ripped and torn and worn out and it's just like you still love it
2: yeah i i don't have any of my uh original you know games from when i was a kid so like yeah all the manuals are long gone too so
1: oh the ones i got are my uh, playstation one and ps2 uh game manuals and they're still good but i got a lot of players guides as well and oh
2: man same yeah, feeling nothing
1: nothing beats open enough a players guide that's been around longer than my kid has so. yeah
2: actually i shouldn't say that i do have my playstation games so yeah there are there are some manuals there but oh yeah for sure i miss those
1: all right um, so The story, again, is very simple, as we just got into. The only NPC you kind of run into is Dr. Wright, who's based off of Will Wright, the creator of the game. And all he does is pop in and give you advice. He doesn't affect anything in the game.
2: Yeah, and it even says this in the manual that, like, Dr. Wright will usually say something, but he doesn't necessarily give you all of the hints. Like, he'll say something kind of benign, like, people don't like to pay high taxes, but then he won't. No
1: shit, Dr. Wright.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it's like that's not helpful like people's people think their property values are too low and then it's like well you got to figure out you know different things to do to help counteract that
1: yeah and it's rudimentary like it's a very simple system but they improved on it as you know things went on like you play SimCity 4 you kind of have the council of assholes i call them people who always bitch at you it's like you're too many roads you need more rails Mm -hmm. but uh now this this game was simple. It just had Dr. Wright, who was built specifically into the Super Nintendo version of the game, uh, just as a character, and his advice is easily ignored. I never actually paid attention to him. He pops up that window there, he's like, oh my god, crime is really bad, but I have 40,000 police stations. I don't know what else to do.
2: Right, yeah, there comes a point where, like, you've done what you need to do, and then you just have to kind of let the, you know let it play out as far as you know you know you you're not going to necessarily build like a fourth police station
1: <laughs> well i oh god i had so like after you build so many police stations you get a police headquarters the same with fire departments yeah and when i was playing through my uh my playthrough there i had about 15 police stations and two police headquarters and my crime was still high
2: yeah it's like sometimes it just
1: is like you know it's all Why? based like- on if the police aren't going to solve the crime, why are they even here?
2: Yeah. They're it's corrupt. It's like Serpico, you know, like oh, yeah. but,
1: Serpico. It's like modern day police.
2: It's yeah. It's a, it's a game within a game. Like <laughs> there's, there's like some, some shady, like uh bad, like dirty cop stuff going on in SimCity sometimes, but sometimes you build the police stations and, and it helps.
1: <laughs> I really wish you could bribe the police in the game. I, I would just add a whole new level to it
2: yeah like maybe like a rom hack of this game you know how like they make the pokemon games that are like you know pokemon hentai or whatever like they could
1: what is it with you and the hentai
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's a weird fascination i just i want to play one of these games
1: (laughs) oh god like I'm going to have to buy one on Steam and you know how everybody who's on your friend list can see what you buy. It's like, oh, yeah. Brian bought the you know, Dirty Slut 7, the hentai game. It's like, oh <laughs> shit. These people are going to think I bought all six before it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it comes in a humble bundle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I don't need these extra codes. Let's post them in the Discord for Yeah. <laughs>
2: Who wants all these hentai games? Oh God. All right, sorry, sorry to have brought that up. Let's let's keep going here. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pokemon hentai is um, it's it's not something we should talk about. No, I did find no, no,
2: no, no. no. I did find a recent. uh, I didn't mean hentai. I think I threw that word out there, and it's not the correct word. But I did find like a, um, like a ROM hack of Pokemon where they replace the sprites with like cute anime girls that are like dressed up like. The pokemon
1: <laughs> okay all right we're moving on <laughs> i am just uh, let's not get into this oh god what's your full thoughts on sim city Sam? like what are your how, how do i put this what, what's your kind of overall opinion without giving away everything
2: it's a great game it's like like i was saying because i didn't play it as a kid so i didn't have that kind of um, memory of you know i was trying to kind of figure out these strategies and the best way to like my first couple of attempts at cities were a fucking nightmare <laughs> they just yeah. looked horrible like everything was in the wrong spot And like i would build stuff and then realize like oh this needs to be way bigger and then i don't have room to put you know like roads and rail and stuff and actually the first time i wanted it to look really cool so i had like double road like boulevards and stuff and it's like oh i'm paying per road like segment every time and it it was like i was in the in the negative because i would be paying more in the upkeep than i would get in taxes and then i tried to raise the taxes and i pissed everyone off so it's like there's so much to this that you can you can just play and replay and replay and it's different every time i think that's just that's incredible
1: yeah and it's it's One of the charms of the game is uh, every time you play through it, it's a little bit different. And you kind of learn from the last experience. I, from my experience, have learned how to put down a road and a rail. So spacing things out properly, doing the blocks of eight there. And you just have this almost near perfect uh, city grid for the first little while. And you don't have to do a lot of upkeep and maintenance there. And then you just start making money. Go to bed. Yeah. And save your file over, uh, or forget to save the file while your brother sleeps
2: yikes don't do that
1: yeah um super nintendo graphics i love the graphics in this game it's very simple but you know what it is exactly what you need to sit down and just enjoy like this zen experience there's no stress in this game even with the disasters there's no stress
2: yeah oh we this kind of goes along with the graphics but we we skipped over uh because i i got a sidetracked with hentai um The levels, uh, there are like a thousand maps. That was incredible. Oh yeah, how could you ever like play all of them? Plus, and part of the reason why the book is like so long is there's like a little thumbnail of each fucking map.
1: No, only 150 of them.
2: There's 150.
1: Yeah, in the manual, I counted them. There's 150 examples. They don't go through one to one thousand.
2: But there's there's a ton. Yeah, like yeah of course they didn't oh my gosh what am i like i I suddenly can't do math right now like you wouldn't be able to fit a thousand manuals in
1: no the car would drag on its way home with a manual that size
2: yeah um but still like a thousand that's incredible like i understand that it's just you know they're not randomly generated they're definitely saved right on there and they probably don't really take up that much space no
1: but i imagine like, like it just uh They're all based on a grid system, so it probably just tells, like, this is water, this is not. That's probably all it does.
2: But that just gives you so many options to, you know... Yeah, map
1: 69 sucks, by the way.
2: Yeah, nice. Nice. How about 420?
1: (laughs) I never got to that one.
2: No, because you do have to kind of scroll up for a while. So, like, I imagine, like, the... There's... I wonder... I wonder if there's maps in this game that no one's ever played. Uh, At this point, I think
1: no, but i get what you're saying
2: yeah like how could someone possibly have like scrolled all the way through him like i'm gonna do number oh
1: you know people out there there's probably a youtube video of a guy like who played every map and beat it on sim city and then there's like a 40 hour video of him playing every map oh
2: god those that would be the most boring youtube channel ever i'm sorry this is a fun (laughs) game but i don't want to watch someone play every single map that would be like that would be my personal hell
1: Oh yeah, this like uh like I said, this I've tried streaming this game. It, it's fun to play, not fun to watch. It is so slow.
2: Yeah, it would, but, it would make for easy streaming though. Like if you gotta like chat with you know. Oh, people if you have are, an yeah. audience there where oh. you're having
1: like a uh, a chat with them, sure. But you know, I get maybe two people showing up at any given time.
2: Yeah, it's it's a slow roll for sure.
1: Yeah, it's uh definitely a game to sit on the couch and just kind of and sit back and sip a few beers, and you're not stressing out you're you're basically this is the pot of super nintendo games
2: yeah that's well put
1: yeah well it put. just chills you out
2: yeah it's like a that, it's that's like a all zen, based what's it's a rock one? garden <laughs> what's that it's a rock garden you know like one rock of the little zen gardens that you can have on your desk oh yeah
1: i used to have one of those until yeah. i accidentally tipped it over and all the sand landed on the ground and now it's oh. all vacuumed up
2: that's not that's not stress relieving. That's just no, it a wasn't. No, yeah.
1: I was actually I was the opposite of Zen at that moment. I was yelling.
2: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> Who the fuck put this? Like all my Zen just like floated out of me there, and it was just stress. My heart stopped. You know, I, I clutch my chest.
2: Yeah, that's like a box of stress waiting to happen. Just like an open thing of sand. Just, anyways, okay. yeah. We were gonna talk about music. I think, right?
1: <laughs> uh, we're, I think we're. <laughs> Yeah, we're on the music now, and the music is zen as well. I'm going to say it's very... It's not great music, but...
2: Yeah, it's fine.
1: It's enough that it sits in the background and it doesn't annoy you. Because you're going to listen to these songs for a while. Because every level, like you have... um... You have the starting music, then you have the village of 2,000 people, then a 10,000 people, a hundred thousand, and five hundred thousand. 500,000 music changes on your level of city.
2: Yeah. I liked that. That was kind of cool. Cause like yeah, it, it, it never such a, yeah. gets
1: annoying. That's what I liked.
2: No, it's such a fanfare when you go to the next, it's like you are now a town or whatever. You're now a city. And then the, the music changes and it's like, it. The, even though it's not, it's very subtle music and it's quite honestly pretty forgettable while you're playing it it's like oh like it just changes the vibe like well yeah. now this is a city well it feels like a city because the music is different
1: <laughs> yeah a little more action-packed there you get the uh the synthesized piano going off and you know you're, you're enjoying life a little bit more you, you realize traffic has gotten a bit uh, heavier yeah but you turn the game off and it doesn't sit in the back of your brain like uh, it some games do. Some games, the music just stays with you. Right. This game is not one of them. No, it's not. But it's fine. Yeah. But the uh, the gameplay. So very simple gameplay in this game. And you just kind of move around using the, uh, uh, the controller, like the D-pad there. And then you have a menu on the left side that lets you pick kind of what you're going to place down. And we'll get into that. Yeah, and You have a menu on the top, which is a, uh, your settings. So it's not overly complicated. You can pick this up and start playing right away and kind of figure it out as you go along. And since the losing criteria is you go bankrupt, it's not really anything you should stress about because when you go bankrupt, you just start another city.
2: Yeah. And it's going to take a long time to go bankrupt. It's like a slow death.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah so you'll probably you, you'll lose like... like 20 bucks a year and you have 10 grand to start with
2: yeah uh, yeah it's like yeah you're not playing it all the way until you go bankrupt unless like you want to i guess but yeah, like well I, I think
1: i can't yeah. remember how far into the negative you have to go before the game just finally says you know what you're not a mayor get the fuck out of here
2: yeah and i would have probably restarted by that point and been like oh i i fucked up this run like I'll, yeah I'll, I'll, and that, I'll that's
1: the it. thing is you can always restart and that's what the great thing about this game is
2: yeah, could you imagine like uh gosh, that'd be like a great like weird science fiction short story like just a guy going about his day or whatever and then like all of a sudden like a bulldozer comes and plows his house over or like his life gets deleted because like the mayor of the town was a was playing Sim City and decided to just delete everyone.
1: <laughs> yeah, I well, I don't know if you know know this cuz you weren't uh, big into the game back in the day, but you ever see those um cross buildings in the residential areas and you get like 10 of them. They just look like a big cross. Well, they're hospitals. And they yeah. give you no people. They like they're just hospitals. And the only thing you can do is plow them down and, you know, put another residential block on there and hope you get houses the next time.
2: Oh, wow. But,
1: yeah. I never It's funny cuz I always felt bad like destroying 50 hospitals just cuz I want more people to live there. And then I realized I'm just like every modern day mayor.
2: Well, like it doesn't like for the game, like the game was not sophisticated enough to be like your people get sick. And so you need to have X amount of hospitals like they already kind of took care of that with like the crime rates and the and the fire department or whatever. Yeah. They weren't going to add another wrinkle to that. So it's like, well, randomly these hospitals come up and like if you know to exploit that, you could just mow it over and try again.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's basically and you know, nothing sucks worth Worse than, uh, like, taking out a hospital, then another one pops up right away, and you have to take that one out. It's just... Oh, yeah. Oh, this one was a cancer ward for children. Yeah.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How terrifying. It's like, oh, we had to say goodbye to little Timmy because the mayor wiped the whole hospital out.
1: Oh, we didn't get enough Facebook likes, likes, Timmy. We can't deal with that cancer. Here comes the bulldozer.
2: Oh, (laughs) jeez.
1: So um, what'd you think of the difficulty of this game? I know you said you restarted a few times there. Did you find it overly hard?
2: No, and there's ways to make it harder. Like I, I recognize that I was kind of taking it easy because I wanted to just get a feel for it. So I definitely started on the easy mode that gives you the most money to kind of play around with. But there's there's definitely ways to ramp up the challenge. You know, you can start with less money. Um, Right away, you have to build a power plant to, to power whatever, you know, building blocks you're making and you can choose the the coal which pollutes more and or the the nuclear which is more expensive right away but pollutes less
1: um but also runs a risk of a nuclear meltdown
2: yeah that's yeah that is one of the disasters um it's uh no it's not overly difficult but like like i said there's ways to make it more challenging so it's like it's kind of cool you can Play those, you know, those easier modes and have more money to play with and kind of figure out how to make it profitable, you know, like like you or your brother did. And then, uh, you know, next time, you know, start with less money and see if you can replicate your success.
1: Yeah, well, the funny part is uh, the difficulties don't actually change anything in the game. It's just how much money you start with.
2: Right, but that makes a huge difference. Well, it does
1: because a power plant, like the coal power plant, costs three grand just to start out with. So you only have two grand to build a profitable city, and you have to build uh, residential, commercial, and industrial in order to actually get money. So it's going to be a slow burn to actually get back up in the uh, black there.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like each, uh, how much was it? It was it 50 for like the $50 or whatever for the residential area. And
1: yeah, but you'll have to tack on top of that because you have auto bulldoze on by default. So it actually costs you money to get rid of the trees that right. are on the uh, map. So if you have like the $50 residential area, but half of it's filled with trees, you got to tack on the cost of bulldozing those trees.
2: Yeah, so that's gonna be like sixty or whatever. Yeah,
1: sixty two fifty five. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Plus tip, taxes. Plus tip. tip, taxes. Uh, finders fee. You know.
1: Yeah, finders fee. There you go. <laughs> Hentai collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but you let's say you build that big city there. Um, big wonderful city and you decide it's time to destroy it. You can actually get a bunch of disasters. Yeah. And there's an easy way to avoid some of them, but some of them there it's just uh if they come you just have to rebuild. So I'll name them off and uh Sam pipe in whenever you uh, want to talk about any one of them. Yeah. Uh first one being the flood there if you have rivers uh they it just basically screws your shoreline so don't build too close to the shore, and you're fine by that. You have fires, but you just build fire stations. Which, one of the tricks of this game is not to build a fire station until you have a fire. <laughs> Otherwise, you're spending money for no reason. Which is kind of
2: funny to think about, like, you know, you want to prevent fires. It's like, no, you wait for the fire to happen, and then you yeah, prevent
1: exactly. it. Yeah, like, exactly. You know what? <laughs> Screw Scruff McGruff.
2: Yeah. No, that's uh, that's the crime dog.
1: Oh, that's a crime dog. Who's yeah. the fire dog? The Smokey the Bear. Oh, Smokey the Bear. That's he's right. Not a, Jesus. He's not even a dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dog if I say he's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, you have the earthquake, which will knock down random buildings or uh, kind of screw your city in a kind of a bigger sense.
2: Yeah. So I had as, as long as the earthquake is not as bad as those fucking skulls from Actraiser. Razor. <laughs> mm. Uh, yeah, destroy, those those skulls will
1: forever haunt
2: you. Destroy everything. Uh, <laughs> one question though, because I didn't actually, I did turn on a couple of these, but I didn't turn on all of them, uh, so I didn't get to see all of them. But like for like a fluttered earthquake, I mean, they just kind of happen, and then you just rebuild you know after it's done right you don't yeah
1: when things fall down you like you go bulldoze the damaged area and then you put in a new zone there and it rebuilds and
2: yeah it's not like all the rivers flooding so you have to like throw you know i don't know like sandbags or something you just let it happen
1: along the lines of um like with the fire you can put it out by bulldozing the area around the fire so it has nowhere to spread to same thing with the flood
2: oh wow yeah Oh but, gosh! Uh, can you imagine your neighbor's house is on fire? It's like we're gonna destroy your house so this doesn't spread.
1: <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> I think that should be done just to prevent fires from my house.
2: Yeah, God, Sim City logic is just so fucking funny. Like I love you, it.
1: It's just beautiful. It yeah. solves so many problems with bulldozers.
2: Yeah, you just just destroy it. It's fine.
1: <laughs> no yeah, one lives exactly. There. <laughs> well, you've heard the story of the killdozer, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, it's kind of like that. The guy solved all those problems with the armored up bulldozer. Yeah. I mean, he was the mayor of a town, didn't you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just got stressed. He didn't yeah. play Sim City. Right. But uh, next one, uh, next disaster we have going on is the plane crash. And this only happens if you have a, uh airport. And mm-hmm. apparently, I was reading one of the ways to avoid any damage from the plane crash. Cause if it crashes in the middle of a residential neighborhood and takes out that cancer ward at the hospital,
2: yeah, you know,
1: it's going to cause you some damage. But if you have the airport right next to water, the height, likely chance that the plane will crash in the water and save you some money. Cool.
2: <laughs> it's, yeah. Not all morbid those people at all. can
1: die. 250 souls on board, but at least, you know, the mayor's house is fine.
2: Right. There we go. That's, that's the, uh, that's the rub.
1: Yeah. Well, you can't, like you get your house early on in the game. You can't have damage to that. No. It's irreplaceable.
2: Is it really? No, I never, I have no idea. Oh gosh. Cause like I was just thinking like, yeah, if, if one of these disasters happens to the mayor's house around the mayor's house, like I would imagine they would let you rebuild it, I guess. Well, or maybe not.
1: Don't you know that uh, the mayor's house in any city is the only road that gets plowed right away. It's the only road that gets its upkeep every year. It's, you know, oh Nothing yeah you don't want to the see the state of
2: my alley right now behind my house I, I cracked the bumper on my car trying to get out because there's two giant ice blocks like right across from me
1: oh, <laughs> there's no I room for those days
2: yeah it sucks
1: <laughs> yeah no I, I my heart goes out to your bumper
2: yeah yeah it's it's no good yeah
1: but on top of bumpers we have tornadoes actually oh, tornadoes and the monster attack in which in this game is a Bowser
2: which is really kind
1: of cool. do yeah. the same thing. They just kind of go from one point across your map and destroys everything in its path. So,
2: so does the tornado, it seems like the tornado, like as they do, should follow like kind of a single path. Um, Bowser, uh, I, I did turn on Bowser cause I really wanted to see it. And he just kind of like aimlessly walked around and then wandered into like the Northern part of my city and just like did a little loop and then wandered off to the East. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, and that, that's kind of the difference I was going to get into is well. Uh, okay. The tornado's a straight line and the yeah. Bowser's kind of random, but they, they do the same damage. They just take out what's ever in their path.
2: Yeah, so it, like, knocks stuff down. It does start fires, though. Bowser does.
1: Oh, they, they'll all start fires, all yeah. depending. like uh, every Except for the flood, which is water. Everyone comes with kind of a fire as a uh, secondary.
2: Especially the flood.
1: Especially the flood, yeah. (laughs) Water causes fire? What the fuck? And finally, when you build a nuclear power plant, you can have a nuclear meltdown.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Homer fell asleep on the job.
1: Yeah, exactly. And this one's kind of of unique because not only will it destroy everything around it, it'll also make the land unbuildable for a while. Ooh. So... Yeah. So
2: then, like, what happens to the power plant, though? Do you have to build a new power plant? Or... Well,
1: obviously, you have to build a new power plant. You just, you know, lost your power.
2: Yeah, I know, but, like, it doesn't self-repair. So, like, you you have a choice to make. Like, you can either decide to use coal because it's cheaper or that's all you can afford, or you sweet, have to sweet drop. coal. What?
1: Sweet, sweet coal. Yeah,
2: sweet coal. But you have to drop, you know, a good chunk of money on a power plant then. You know, that's, that's a tough one. That's probably, of all of those disasters, that's probably the the most financially terrible one.
1: Yeah, and especially if, like, your uh, map is full of, you know, you built from corner to corner, and, you know, you have the nuclear meltdown there, and now you got to rebuild, but you have all this, like, dead zone you can't build in for, I think it's 50 years.
2: That's crazy, and that's a long time in the game.
1: Yeah, and... I mean, I've never actually... Like, I've had the nuclear meltdown happen, but I've never actually stayed in the game long enough to see the results of it uh, kind of healing itself, so...
2: Yeah, it, it happens, and you're like, well, fuck, and then you oh, just start. this game's on. over. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Um... All right, I'm going to kind of jump ahead in the notes here. Let's get into the uh, stuff you can build before we get into the scenarios.
2: Yeah, that sounds like so a good.
1: On the left there. side menu, uh, like I said earlier in the game, you have two menus. You have the one on the left and you have the one on the top. Uh, the left side one is all the stuff you can build. And there is, I don't know, about 15 options, not uh, 16 mm-hmm. if you uh, do math and realize there's two columns. So uh <laughs> starts out with the bulldozer. Yeah. This one is just if you want to destroy anything, you do the bulldozer. Uh next row is roads and rails roads obviously for cars rails for the train build enough rails you get yourself uh, a gift they kind of want you not to use roads as much but if you don't have enough roads they complain it's just one of those non-win or no-win scenarios
2: yeah a real balancing act because like yeah. the the rails were nice because it alleviated the traffic problem. And then I think also there was no additional upkeep on rails. The roads are the ones that you have to pay the upkeep on per year. Yeah. And that can be a big expense.
1: Yeah, it absolutely can. Um, then you have power lines, power lines are kind of, uh, something that really isn't as big in the newer sim cities, but, uh, this one you had to connect anything that was in a gap with the power line. And, when you built your city there i'd always built like backup power lines so if something went awry there at least the whole city would be connected but brownouts happened in this game way too fast
2: yeah and it's like there were a couple times when uh or like for the disaster portion like when i had bowser go through and he destroyed some of the power lines it was like you can reconnect it and then um you know, there might still be like a fire, a little fire going on and it destroys. it it's like, you have to like go through and try to figure out where you're not connected,
1: you know? Yeah, exactly. And the, anytime you're not connected, the uh, area will have the little blinking power symbol, the elect, uh, what's it called? Lightning bolt. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. And his power lines, they me. are annoying, but they are nece- uh, necessary.
2: Yeah. I, I would sometimes run into some frustration with the way that the game handled, um like putting roads rails and or power lines over each other um there were there were different you know it it takes some trial and error to figure out like um how you can make these things crisscross because like sometimes it won't work and then yeah you kind of committed to like building in a certain way and you're like well fuck now i can't yeah you can't go
1: over corners in the roads and the rails and stuff like that it gets kind of annoying if your city is like demanding that you put these corners in
2: yeah it's like well i can't you fucker okay so just just deal with it go around go around yeah, you
1: know what <laughs> go to the cancer ward and steal power from them yeah just
2: just figure it out
1: <laughs> <laughs> next option is your parks and these are just like one tile little green areas and the benefit of the parks is it actually reduces pollution so if you put them around like your industrial zones and your power plants it will reduce pollution a little bit
2: yeah it's pretty cool
1: get enough of them you get a park
2: a you big reduce park. your carbon footprint
1: exactly it's all about being green yes. here on retrotopia we want you to be green so go punch a commie <laughs> jesus <laughs> i had no end for that i just said whatever came to my mind um so the next uh, three options are your three zones you got residential commercial and industrial residential obviously increases your population because that's where people live commercial gives them a place to shop which also increases your population because people want to come in if they have places to shop and work Mm -hmm. and industrial is where you actually have your i guess manufacturing which it provides just solely jobs
2: yeah and and there's like that little meter in the top corner of the screen that shows like your your levels of each and you want to try to keep them all up above the line basically so
1: you want to you actually want to keep that balance you don't want to actually see the colors
2: you don't want to see the colors at all
1: no because if it's up high it means there's a high demand for more of those zones so you got to build more so you want to keep them all like level and disappeared in the middle of that uh little thing there
2: oh i was way off whatever i mean i always figured like whenever they were like low i needed to do more uh but maybe it was that's the opposite maybe i needed to take some away i don't know But yeah, there's, there's a little meter that you can watch to make sure that you're (laughs) balanced and I don't know how to read it. So
1: (laughs) yeah, it, it, uh, it can help you, but this game, everybody always wants stuff all the time. So even when you build like, you know, a thousand houses or in 200 industrial zones and like a shopping Mecca of the world, they'll be like, we want more.
2: Well, yeah, here's the funny thing, right, is that this is kind of a simplest, not simplistic. It's a a complex, well-constructed game, but that just goes to show how well-constructed it is that, like, it does simulate uh, a real-life town and that you are never going to make everyone happy. So you're just trying to do what you can to make it profitable, make the most amount of people happy, right? And that's, you know, there's always going to be some asshole who's complaining, but You know, as long as you make all the other assholes happy, then then the one complaining asshole can go pound sand.
1: Yeah, he can go fuck himself (laughs) because that's like real life. If you don't like it, go to hell.
2: But that's just that just goes to show how well constructed this game is, because like a more simplistic game would be like
1: you made everyone happy and and that's it. Cool. Here's some enjoyable music there to set off the pleasure zone of your brain. Yay! -do 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 do 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 do. But uh, next to we have the police station and the fire station, and these cost you money per unit every Mm -hmm. tax season. So it is wise to keep them as little as possible, but at the same time, you're going to require 10,000 police stations because crime will always be high. Gotta love that crime.
2: Gotta love crime. Crime Um, does pay, I guess.
1: Yeah, the first thing I've always noticed that the citizens bitch about when the uh, town gets... Big enough is a stadium. Citizens demand a stadium will appear at the bottom of your screen nonstop until you put a goddamn stadium up.
2: In real life, though, they should make it so that, like, they hold a referendum to see whether or not we can use, like, municipal taxes to pay for a stadium.
1: Yeah, but in reality is they're going to cut the uh, food program for kids at school and then pay for that stadium because, you know. USA. USA. Hey, you know what i, I only say that because it's better than canada
2: yeah you know what as long as it keeps the brewers in town like fine <laughs> take the money from kids. the kids and put it in the stadium <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can go to school hungry it's a goddamn tradition
2: but you want to go to the ball game little timmy
1: even though you don't have
2: lunch i don't know why we're picking on little timmy he's i don't know why gonna... we're
1: picking on kids like first we're like cancer ward and then well yeah know, but we, we use the school I lunches the...
2: <laughs> I used the name little Timmy twice. So like little Timmy has cancer and, and also no lunch. Cause I took it from him.
1: Oh my God. Timmy's going to have a horrible life. Poor kid. I'm sorry. Uh, little Timmy. <laughs> uh, but the other thing that will kill Timmy is your two power plants. You have the coal yeah. power plant, high pollution, low power. Then you have the nuclear power plant, which, uh, has a way too high of a risk of a nuclear meltdown, but provides a good amount of power and low pollution. Yeah. And, it's a long game. Yeah, and I'm uh I know the reactors that we built here in Canada, they're pretty good at not melting down. So I don't know why like after what was it um Mile Lo- Mile Long Island there what was it called in New York?
2: Oh, oh fuck. I uh, uh, I can't think mile, of it, but you know what I'm Island? talking about
1: where they had that, that meltdown, they got Chernobyl and stuff like that. Yeah. So everybody's all scared about nuclear power, but
2: Three Mile Island
1: there you go. That, that was my right.
2: Mouth. That was right.
1: I knew you'd get it from me, Sam. You you are my hero. Yeah. <laughs> You're the opposite of Timmy.
2: Yeah, Timmy. You go to hell.
1: <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Timmy. <laughs> but anyways, you got your two power plants. You just have to build them. They'll tell you when you need to build more. They'll constantly have brownouts and until you build one, and then eventually you'll just have 500 power plants powering like ten homes
2: i hate the term brown out it just makes me think like everyone took a shit like <laughs> everyone's situation toilet is clogged. It's
1: situation brown my yeah. underwear are compromised yeah
2: everyone's everyone's toilet clogged at the same time in the city it's like one of the disasters
1: <laughs> what was the statistic i was reading and this is like a little bit off topic but um apparently during the uh halftime of the super bowl is the Single highest use of uh, water in the United States because everybody goes to the bas- bathroom and flushes at the same time, <laughs> give or take, of course.
2: I believe it. Oh man! Like right before the right before the halftime show starts, but like right
1: before Taylor Swift takes to the middle of the stage because she's hot, hot, hot right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because there's like there's actually very little of the Super Bowl that you want to miss because like the commercials are good. You want to watch the game. You want to watch, you know, the halftime show and whatever. Like there's oh, a maybe. very specific point in time when you can go poop. A <laughs> yeah,
1: big point of contention for us up here is we want those commercials. It's the only time we want commercials. Yeah. And we get the Canadian versions of commercials and they are garbage.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> it's just
1: like it, Super Bowl is known more for the commercials than the actual game. And we we can't even watch them here because of stupid Canadian laws.
2: It's crazy how long it's been that way. I know this is off topic, but, like, man. Oh, screw
1: the Super Bowl. And Nobody ever watches it. Only, what, like, uh, 50% of the United States at any given time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Just that. All
1: right. So let's get into the two type of specialty things you can put down you got the seaport and you got the airport eventually industry is going to demand one or both of them seaport has to be built by water and the boat comes out Uh, the airport can be built anywhere but it causes a lot of pollution and high traffic as well
2: yeah kind of like a real airport
1: yes exactly we (laughs) have one here in ottawa and it's garbage and in the middle of downtown well not downtown but it's it's in an inconvenient location for myself
2: Tell your mayor to uh, like bulldoze it and put it somewhere else.
1: I try to. I like. I send him threatening emails all the time, and all he does is send the police to talk to me.
2: <laughs> you, oh, what you wanted death. another police station next to your house? <laughs> oh yeah,
1: <laughs> there's one on each side, and crime's still high. That was Rob just leaving the house today.
2: So that little like uh, Doctor Doctor Wilson or whatever his name is uh pops up. It's like turn 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 turn. Doctor Wright, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Wright. Uh Brian's pissed about the airport again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um he's uh threatening terrorist activities and uh we don't like that. No. All right. Um better, better we're, we're kind of getting a little off topic. This is yeah. this is the type of game this is. It's like there's not a whole crap load to talk about in it, so we just tend to just zoom off yeah, into just, a whole different world. Just
2: wander yeah uh,
1: there's 15 gifts you can get into this game and that's one of your options for building on the left hand menu is the gifts so uh you get the zoo it's a res it improves your residential and gives you an extra 100 bucks a year amusement park same thing landfill if you've run out of land to build on this will give you something to put into water to give you an extra block to put land on police and fire headquarters cost you a hundred bucks a year each but give you a little bit of a wider range of coverage Mm -hmm. again you still have to build a million friggin uh police stations just to barely dent crime Uh, you get a fountain a casino a train station uh, which helps your transit which cuts down on costs Uh, you get an expo a library a windmill city park then your house, which you get first. And then the ultimate one would be the Mario monument, which you get for having a megalopolis of 500,000 uh, people.
2: That's really cool. I obviously didn't get that to that point, but no, uh, I've only <laughs> seen
1: it once. And that was when my brother, uh, got it.
2: Yeah. After you, after you like punched you in the face for, <laughs> oh yeah. Really held me down game.
1: there threw the phone book on my chest and just started punching. So there was no bruising.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's Jesus.
1: That's intense. only had that happen not for my brother but that's only happened to me twice in my life okay (laughs) still friends with the guy i like him oh that's good that's good uh and then in the game when your budget runs out like you spend that first ten thousand dollars because you're playing on easy mode uh you'll get a bank where you can take out a ten thousand dollar loan but you got to pay it back over the course of i think 10 years oh and the bank is a game changer but at the same time. you know you don't want to go into debt
2: no yeah it's like as long as you're profitable that might be okay but yikes like if you're barely profitable and then you go for the loan like
1: well it's a savior like especially early in the game you kind of got to build a lot more than you can afford there and then the bank kind of bails you out and you can Mm -hmm. take the loan out and just make yourself profitable so it's not a bad thing it's just you got to use it sparingly because you can take out as many loans like you can only have one loan at a time but you can do it as many times as you want and if you get yourself into trouble then well then you're screwed
2: okay yeah well it's like the other thing too is like again you're not gonna get to the point where you're bankrupt before you probably get bored (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's a slow death but by that point you're like i'm gonna go do something else
1: yeah and um with the bank comes finances and one of the things you have to do in this game is kind of uh manage your taxes and your budget so you get four options the tax rate the transit fund the police fund and the fire fund so as you build uh roads and police stations and fire stations that it becomes an expense per unit but your tax rate you can adjust up and down and if you go too low you make no money if you go too high nobody shows up and again you make no money so you got to find that sweet spot
2: yeah uh, oh, i did not i did not find that sweet spot no
1: uh, <laughs> i i managed to uh, i always like to start out with um bringing it down to six percent there because they seem to be happy around seven percent that's your uh, default amount so Bring it down to six, brings the people in, and then when you need to make a little more money, you can always bump it back up to seven. And when you're making enough money, bring it down to five there, let the people have a nice time there, and then boom, back to seven. Right. Get them right in December there, when the rate is about to change, and all of a sudden you make money hand over fist.
2: But don't change the tax rate, because people don't like taxes.
1: Oh, no, you got to play with the taxes, man. Yeah, I know. So it's like real life there. Like they uh they do tax cuts and
2: I got kind of like uh like scared off it because like the first time I was like let's let's play with this a little bit and see like what I can do and I think I bumped it up like a percentage or two and then like immediately Dr. uh Dr. Wright was like, Well they don't like taxes. It's like
1: oh. <laughs> no shit, Dr. Wright. I Get pay taxes and I don't like them.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, Dom. Um... So if you're not into just the Zen-like building game, you got a bunch of scenarios you can do, and all leading up to a uh, what I think is a pretty good uh, reward for finishing all the scenarios. Yeah. Uh, first one you have, uh, did you play any of the scenarios first off?
2: I did not get a chance to, but I was very intrigued by them. I thought that was a really cool... A uh, little challenge that was built into the game.
1: Yeah, and the scenarios are pretty simple. You basically have a pre-built uh, city there, and a the problem happens, and then you just kind of have to solve said problem using yes. all the tools that you've just learned about. I'm um,
2: uh, yeah. As I'm looking through these, like they're they're funny. They're like so um cliche. Like some of them are like
1: <laughs> yeah. Tokyo has the Bowser attack.
2: Yeah. And the pollution and...
1: And the original game, it's Godzilla. So, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco has the earthquake because we all know that uh, California is going to sink into the ocean in the next 10 years.
2: Yeah, they've got earthquake and fire because there was a fire that destroyed San Francisco too. Was there? Yeah, in the early Ooh. 1900s, there was, a, there was a big fire. And it might have been related to an earthquake, but it was like, yeah, like a combination like earthquake causing a fire like pretty much destroyed the city.
1: Oh, would you look at that? A little bit of history lesson here from Sam. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Then you got Detroit, which, no surprise, has crime.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Detroit.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You are what you are. Uh, You're the worst half of Windsor, Ontario. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Then you have uh, Bern, which I think is representative of Germany. I'm not 100% sure where Bern is. Bern is in Switzerland is it switzerland yes okay well it has bad traffic so you just build a you build a transit system and then the citizens hate taxes so you got to keep the taxes low but of course you know you know everybody hates taxes
2: yeah you got to walk that tightrope of like giving people what they want without raising their taxes so. i
1: really wish you could send out a goon squad don't like taxes eh Break <laughs> right yeah. on the knee
2: how would it break your kneecaps <laughs>
1: Now you got Rio, which is a representative of Rio de Janeiro, which yep. has flooding and crime. Um, really showing that Brazil is, you know, a backwater country when and, it's
2: actually and brownouts not... and brownouts.
1: Yeah, and brownouts—your <laughs> favorite word. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's pooping their pants. Thank Everyone's you, pooping. New uh, people pooping. Boston has a nuclear meltdown. I didn't even know Boston had a nuclear reactor. But then again, uh, yeah, don't I don't know much about do. Boston.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's melted down, but
1: oh no, obviously it hasn't. People still live there.
2: Uh, yeah, Pilgrim Nuclear Power Station. Oh, it's closed. So I guess maybe there there used to be a, a power plant.
1: Okay. Well, in this scenario, they have a meltdown, and it kind of destroys the city, and you have to build or redevelop in the habit habitable areas. And oh, then, wow. yeah, I guess th-
2: there's, I guess that that particular power plant in boston has had a number of issues i didn't know that but yeah i guess that's why
1: well this game's really on the nose isn't yeah,
2: it? yeah they really are Uh I
1: love
2: this this next one is great
1: yeah the last one is las vegas and you get a ufo attack which i'm pretty sure has happened many of times
2: well it's that's that's a reference to area 51 which is in uh that's in nevada
1: is it in nevada i thought it was new mexico
2: no that's roswell Roswell, oh, New Mexico. Oh, you know
1: what? There's so many friggin' places you won't let people go down in the States. I, I just get them all mixed up.
2: Yeah, yeah. Area 51 is in.
1: Yes, yeah, Area down. 51 where that guy did that Naruto run there as yeah, score in Area 51. <laughs> what a way to make yourself famous.
2: Didn't you know that that you actually run faster if you do that?
1: I thought it was just because the uh, animators hated drawing arm swinging.
2: Well, it makes you more aerodynamic when you run, and then you run faster when you just have your arms straight back.
1: <laughs> I want to see the math on this. Well, You send I'll that to you. me right now, Sam. I'll show you. Don't worry. Oh, uh, yeah. Once we're off the air, we'll get into a fight about it. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah. It's not more aerodynamic. It's less aerodynamic because the wind right. goes down the collar of your coat.
2: But it does make you go faster.
1: <laughs>
2: That's all there is to it. It's It's science. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to give this one to you cuz you said it's science. Thank you. As soon as you say that the argument's over. Yep. All right. Uh so you've done all the scenarios and this, this is the bonus I actually like. Uh you get this um, it's called Freeland. And all it is is a gigantic map with no water. So you can build from corner to corner, north to south, east to west. And it's the best map if you're going for like the biggest possible city you can make.
2: So. that's actually really cool. Does it have like no trees and stuff too, or well, does it... there's
1: trees on it, but you know, trees don't get in your way. We're yeah. Human beings have... will destroy the planet before we friggin' uh, go right. get cold for an hour. Right.
2: Okay. Well, that's, that is really cool then. Cause I mean, otherwise, um, the only way that you could, um, deal with the water if there's, if there's water on your map is doing the landfill thing, which I'm sure doesn't really happen that fast.
1: Um, it's not terrible. Like, uh, once you run out of land to build on, it comes pretty frequently that he'll give you extra land.
2: Oh, nice. Okay.
1: But it costs money again, and this is just a great way just to, you know, build without it. The only thing is you can't have a seaport because there's no water for the boat.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: But I'm going to build one anyways. So that's it. That's, that's pretty much the game in a nutshell. Um, so Let's just give a summary of your opinion here, Sam, uh, about the game, like uh, kind of go over everything we talked about and just kind of, uh, you know, bring us home.
2: Yeah, I liked it. I mean, it's I didn't have a lot of experience with it. I, I played what I could this week, but I I couldn't honestly get far enough to like master it in just a week. And that's part of the beauty of it is that, you know, looking at it from like the modern, you know, today's lens, you know, if you had this game as a kid and. You could, you know, jump in and you know play around with it and get better at it over time. Then, yeah, you could really, you could really master this game and get quite good at it. Um, and every playthrough is going to be a little bit different, even if you go in with a plan. Um, you know, it's going to throw different curveballs at you because there's enough variety within the within the game to make it different. So, I, it's a, it's a brilliant little game, and it's really, like I said, interesting to me that. The PC version came first, but like the the console version is like a a better way to play it, and that's that's even with using a uh, um, a controller instead of like a keyboard and mouse interface to play the game.
1: No, yeah, they really did uh, do the controller justice in this game. I mean, considering it's not analog or anything,
2: right? But- yeah, it was pretty intuitive. Like the the B button advancing through the menus really threw me off at first, but once I get used to that, it's like the um you know, like toggling between having the menus up and taking them down and holding the Y button, I think, to, to scroll through the map and stuff just kind of came second nature, and, and it was... Yeah, and if really... you hit
1: start, you'd go to the top menu. If you hit select, yeah. you'd go to the left menu. Just
2: very intuitive.
1: Yeah, once you figured it out, it was uh, really well done. Yeah. All right, so what, what would you give this game uh, out of 10?
2: Uh, I'm going to go with... Um... I'm gonna go with an eight. I don't know if I'll if I'll ever go back to it or if, or if maybe I'll, you know, try to play with it every now and then, but it's definitely I see the I see the charm in it. I see the the brilliance behind it, and and it's I think overall it's just a great game.
1: I'm I'm gonna agree with you. Eight out of ten is a good score for this game. It's it's fun, but it's uh like you said, it's not something I go back to very often. Like I have good fond memories of it and I can pick it up and play it anytime I want, but it's not something I'm going to like have a desire to play. Like I'm not going to sit there with the whole you know catalog of games in front of me and go, well, there's Sim City." especially considering I like SimCity for a lot better than this game.
2: Yeah, there were, there were later games. Uh, unfortunately, EA now runs this franchise, doesn't it? So yeah fuck ea yeah so however you can find to play the the old classic games or like the good versions of uh older older entries in the series but um yeah and and the other thing that that i would do is um you know the really the only way to play this game is to emulate it unless you've got a copy but it's this would be a really fun game to sit on the couch with a handheld and just like kind of fuck with your SimCity while you're yeah and like, that's pretty TV. much what
1: i did i, I yeah. played it on my uh, asus ally there and yeah that's brilliant watching it's always sunny in philadelphia at the same time and perfect that's how i made all my money i was just so enthralled in the show there i didn't even notice the budget was rolling through nice <laughs> but uh all right it's time to put it on our super special retrotopia tier ranking system
2: yeah what do you think? I'll let you go first for this one. You
1: moment. let me go first this time. Oh man, I usually do this to you, so I don't have to think too hard.
2: I already know what I want to. I already know what I want to do. I want to see what you'll say.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'm just gonna open up the uh, tier list here and see what we've got already on it.
2: That does help, doesn't it? To kind of like, yeah, that measuring stick and like well, what what. Group I mean, of games our S tier
1: games are The Stick of Truth and Super Mario RPG. Our E tier games are Lion King and Ren and Stimpy. Ugh, yeah um honestly I'd put this in the a tier okay okay
2: I I had b tier but I would I would be I I would say like high b tier so yeah if, if we want to put oh. this in the a tier I would agree with that it is it is a very good game
1: the reason I'd put it in the a tier is because it is a fun game even if it doesn't have like a strong replay value it uh it's a fun game definitely worth the playthrough that you do do. Doo doo, <laughs> but uh, in doo doo. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, I
2: disagree. That. I think it does have high replay value. Like, just because I'm not going to go back to it is only because I don't have time. But I did enjoy it. And if
1: oh, when I say yeah. it doesn't have high replay value, what I mean is like uh again, if you have a bunch of games on the shelf, this isn't the game you're going to run to because there really is no conclusion. Even after you get yeah the five hundred thousand dollar mega or five hundred thousand person megalopolis, you can still just keep playing like it doesn't have an end
2: yeah it's kind of like uh like monopoly right monopoly doesn't necessarily have an end it's like oh, when you've monopoly taken everyone to the an end it doesn't have like a a specific end point though. yes it like,
1: does when somebody flips the board
2: like, yeah okay <laughs> so yes <laughs> yes my point exactly it's like i was about to say like Monopoly just kind of ends when everyone decides, you know, like, you're, you've you taken us all to the cleaners, you're the winner, and, and this is getting kind of stale. Like, it doesn't, like, have an end point, you know, unless you decide there's house rules, that whatever.
1: Yeah, okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah. So I, I still think Monopoly has an end. Well, Monopoly technically does have an end when everybody's bankrupt, but that one last guy
2: right but i mean sometimes like you don't get to play that long necessarily it's like that's again a slow death (laughs) like just like just like monopoly in sim city when you're starting to lose you probably get bored and quit before you like actually Oh yeah that moment
1: where you're just like i'm fucking done playing monopoly and then you start making all the worst decisions just to get rid of your money yeah yeah exactly i'm just gonna start spending oh no i'm bankrupt even though i've uh I have all this extra land. I just flipped it and sold it for no reason. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah Monopoly sure destroys families. It sure does. All right. So that's going to do it for another episode of Retrotopia. Sam, what do we have coming up next week?
2: Uh, next week, we're going to be talking Animaniacs uh, for the Super Nintendo. And uh, I played it for a few minutes and it's, it's interesting. We're going to see how that one goes. But uh, until next time, everyone, keep on gaming.
0: (音楽) Thank you.